listening to the Loving BDSM Podcast, episode 353. Kayla Lord's here with the one, the only, the man who claims I am vexing him, but I think he is vexing me. John oh, Brownstone. Oh, no. You are clearly vexing me this morning. I mean, let's compromise. I think we're vexing one another. It's a mutual vexation. Mutual vexation? Yes. Okay. Done yeah, in love. I can, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we're... Something like that, yeah. I wouldn't say we're laughing and smiling about it, but we are smirking about it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We're both tired and we're out today, I yeah. think. We're vexing in love. It's a love, a loving vexation. I'll go with that. Let's go with let's, that. Okay. Let's, let's go with that. If you haven't noticed, we're back. <laughs> uh, we took two weeks off uh, and we're here again and we're treating ourselves and hopefully you as well to another BDSM Reddit response because those tend to be fun and a bit of a palate cleanser. It's like, yeah. you know, yeah. uh, cathartic sometimes. You never know. I can't Something guarantee like a rant, but they're known to happen in these episodes. So that's what we're doing this week. Welcome to the Loving BDSM podcast. If this is your first time listening, glad to have you. If you're back for another week, welcome back. Loving BDSM is produced every Friday for your kinky pleasure and education. And show notes are found at lovingbdsm.net. Come back often and feel free to add the podcast to your favorite podcast app. You can also follow the show on Twitter at LovingBDSM, on FetLife at LovingBDSMPC, on Instagram at that handle I will forever fucking hate, LovingDS and the number one, so that's at LovingDS1, or on YouTube at YouTube.com slash LovingBDSM, where you can watch us live stream the podcast every Wednesday. All links are in the show notes, and the show notes can be found at LovingBDSM.net. Okay, you're gonna turn on the fan. Yes, I am. I can already feel the the humidity around my yeah. hairline, and we're just sitting here. We got fans going. Okay, before we get into this week's episode, I have an announcement. Ooh. Uh, we just because we were just given the opportunity to do so, we just then made that opportunity available for anybody who uh, is eligible to take advantage of it. We now offer on some of our Patreon tiers a seven day free trial. So if you're like, uh, I don't want to give my money and then find out I don't like it there. Uh, for some of our tiers, you don't have to. You can come uh, be a member of our Patreon for seven days at no charge and then decide if you want to hang out there, if you want to do a different tier, whatever. Um, it's available on everything but the $2 per month tier that's our lowest tier um we did it for everything else so mm -hmm. you join you pick a tier you got free for seven days and then after the seventh day then your card is charged or your payment way is charged um if you join our patreon sorry what are words they're coming <laughs> very slow to me today uh, you, you, keep you get access to uh, our discord server where our kinky community hangs out and it's like I think, I think it's good vibes there. It's not a dating scene. It is a, we're just people in both our kinky and non-kinky glory. Uh, you get access to our monthly live Q&A. We do that at the first Saturday of every month. You get access to an exclusive video every month. It's not educational, it's fun. We try to keep the educational stuff open and available to everybody. You get access to a behind the scenes podcast, which is a lot like a bonus section, except we're talking about what we're doing both professionally and personally um, for a specific time frame, which is where you get to like know what's coming to like the shop or to the entity that is living BDSM early. Um, but when you then join at higher tiers, you get access to extra perks. Uh, for example, this week that we're in, podcast listeners, this will be too late for y'all. Um, members who are at the business 
level and up business cricket they're people who are kinky business owners or kinky makers and up can come to our uh, quarterly business chat that we hold in discord uh, later this month uh, folks in the ten dollar and up tiers can join us for a bi-monthly game night um, if you're decided to do a five dollar tier you can ask your questions for our monthly q a early so you know they'll definitely get answered even if you can't attend the live stream we try to offer as much value to our uh, community as we receive in return our patreon is absolutely one of the ways that we are able to keep showing up uh here doing our weird thing on the internet um it was the first way we were able to like actually i think it was our patreon that helped us pay for the sound equipment <laughs> that we have now yes um and so from there we've sort of grown into all the other things but yeah, Patreon is our our first, our best, our nearest, our dearest. Um, and if you would like to join and you're, you're not ready to commit a few dollars, you're not sure if it's worth it to you, you can try it out for seven days free. Uh, just go to patreon.com slash Lords. It's patreon.com slash Lords, or the link is in the places. Uh, for YouTube, that's the description box. For podcast listeners, that's the show notes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think... That is all I have to say about that. <laughs> I am absolutely thinking slower today. It is one of those days. Yeah. Uh, hopefully, maybe maybe some um, righteous anger slash annoyance will burn a path through my brain in this episode, and I'll, I'll be go. a little bit more vibrant. We'll find out. Woo-hoo. So with this uh, BDSM Reddit response, um, a big thanks as always to Silent Wing who sent several uh, to me for consideration. Uh, it killed me when I was finally ready to go like pull which ones. Uh, some of the ones that she sent got deleted and I no longer remembered the details. And I was like, shit, okay, never mind. But I did get a couple. And so I think those will be good. I actually found one in a non BDSM subreddit uh, that the post did get deleted. But I was so pissed, the story is burned into my memory and I can relay it. And then thanks to Rara for creating a subreddit called BDSM Am I the Asshole, BDSM underscore AITA, uh, I was able to pull one or two from there that we will mm. that we will that comment we'll, on. We'll, we'll talk about so okay, we've right. got we've got a nice little uh variety of pack. Stuff. Yeah, yeah. So Okay, let's start here. Uh, it's titled mm-hmm. Wholesome Maintenance Spakings. Oh. I've got to get closer to the screen because these eyes don't eye very well anymore, even with the glasses. <laughs> uh, it says, I recently keep reading that maintenance spankings are followed by tears, corner time, and sex. I would like to know where this person is reading these things. Right? Uh, is this a rule to count it as maintenance or is it just something that works for most people or is it embedded in the community or culture? Corner time is a trauma trigger for me, but I always liked the concept of regular spankings to release trapped emotions. I know a lot of people have affectionate spanking sessions, but would it uh, be called a maintenance one then? Is it like in old school terms, it would be very strictly specified as I described and in the new way of kink, people adjusted it to suit their needs. I'm looking for insight and knowledge more than advice. I know I can customize things with respect for my needs and mental health. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad this person understands that they can, a wholesome maintenance, a maintenance spanking can be whatever you want it to be. Right. But I am very curious as to where they're spending their time if they are reading frequently that a maintenance spanking is followed by tears corner time and sex yeah because while tears sometimes have been a part mm-hmm. of a maintenance spanking the right. rest of it has never been a part of our maintenance no spankings. no at, at least for us um a, a maintenance spanking to me is 
you know, oh, you've gone a while without a spanking. You need a spanking to keep you in line. You haven't done anything wrong, but, you know, I know you're thinking of something. That's one way, <laughs> but we've also done the way where I've gone, I am, t- and I, we used to use coded language, we yes. don't anymore, but I am tense, I am just cranky. My skin I, is tight. That was the code we said, used yeah. to use when I couldn't mm-hmm. just say, hey, can you please spank my ass? I right. am now at a point, I go, I could just use one. When would you mm-hmm. like to arrange mm-hmm. this? Yeah. Um, and quite frankly, when we do our spicy page, uh, impact placings, a lot of those can we don't call them maintenance, but they feel like maintenance because they're semi-regular. But sometimes I just need to have the experience Mm -hmm. of what I get when we do impact right for no other reason than i'm missing it i like it i'm feeling tense because it does help me like there's all kinds of reasons correct um to me maintenance spankings are a little different uh you know I, i i joke a little bit about you know how i said she you know was thinking about doing something wrong but you know, no, that's not an entirely correct. Um, you know, a, a maintenance banking for her, um, there are times her mind gets jumbled. Like right now. Yeah. All right. <laughs> like over right to me. Now. <laughs> and, and, you know, a, a spanking has always helped that for her. And that, that is something we have considered a maintenance banking. Um, has it ever, for us, has it ever been followed by corner time or anything like that? No. See, corner time is punishment in, right. in our... Yeah. Now, I could see somebody negotiating where it's corner time, but not in terms of punishment, more in terms of almost like a, I'm going to put you over here to just sort of be with your own thoughts for Quiet a Quiet time to unwind. Right. And yeah. if that works for a person, I would absolutely say go for it. The automatic followed by sex, not at all, because... As things as this tends to get forgotten in certain parts, mm-hmm. larger, wider parts of the kink community, uh, sex is not automatically a part of any kinky activity. It certainly can be, but sure. it doesn't have to be. Quite frankly, when we've done therapy spankings, really therapeutic is the word mm-hmm. I should use. And what I consider sort of a maintenance spanking, I don't think it's for us. It's ever been followed up by sex. No, like um, if we're if a if a spanking might be followed up with sex, it usually starts out super playful, super like. We're on. We're we're focused on a scene of some sort. Yeah, um, exactly. Um, you know, aftercare after a, a, a therapeutic or, or maintenance spanking, absolutely. Um, you know that that is a given. Um, you know, but but anything else? No. Um, you know, f- for us. Uh, sex that's more when we're just we're doing a scene for the hell of doing a scene and it got and, sexy for and it got, us yeah it got erotic you know yeah um i know when i'm giving you a a maintenance spanking to me that is a whole different mindset and i do not even find mm. anything about that arousing in any way gotcha okay i did not know that I I sometimes get aroused just because certain sensations just my body responds. I'll say that, mm-hmm. and and your body can respond, and yeah, because that's a, a a an automatic response you don't really control, and you're still not aroused. There is a term for that, and of course with this foggy brain, I couldn't tell you what it is, but there is a term for that. So when I say I get aroused, I feel my body respond because those sensations feel that good to me. Mm-hmm. But yeah, most of the time I. If, if it's not part of a broader scene where there's power exchange and power play like on display and there's a sada, sadist masochist thing and like we're playing, if we're not playing mm-hmm. and it's just a, yeah, you need this, I need this, let's just have this moment. Yeah, I don't, 
I'm not eroticizing it in my mind. I'm not Mm-mm. sitting there going, okay, now we can move to a next step. That yeah. is not to say other people don't. The The thing I go back to is I would love to know what kinky corner of the world this person is hanging out in where the most common examples is this three-step process because I have, I have no doubt people I have been around in some way mm-hmm. might have that experience, but that's not the common experience yeah. in in my view of a maintenance right. spanking, especially I mean, since I don't and, think there is a common experience and, with any and of And here's, here's the difference too, for me, um, when I'm giving you a maintenance spanking, mm-hmm. it is strictly a spanking, whether it's bare hand, whether it's a paddle, no matter what it is. You, um, you know, there are times during a scene when we are playing that, um, you know, I will tease you. I will, you know, tweak a nipple or I'll, you know, sure. tease your... Tease my whatever you can reach. Right. Yeah. So, you know, that element comes into it too. But that, I during a maintenance banking, that, that is something totally different and that does not happen. Right. So yeah, I think for this person, I I, I were I hope they got enough decent advice from the comments that they um, realize that wait there is no one true way, one set way. Right. They already were understanding it, but based on the end of their mm-hmm. their post, sure. but sort of to hear enough different perspectives that whatever you're hearing most often in the space you're you're inhabiting is not the only way. Yeah, and in that case, I would not have ever even deemed that a quote common way. Like, yeah. so yeah. Um, anything else? Mm-mm. Okay. Mm-mm. Okay. Uh, here's one. This is from Silent Wing, and she absolutely sent it to probably make smoke come out of my ears. Um, but also because some things have to be repeated, apparently, because people seem to still not get yeah. it. So here we go. Next one. Getting used to throat fucking i'm not liking it so far my boyfriend slash dom really wants me to let him fuck my throat and i hate it honestly it's not like blowjobs in the past that i gave him where he laid back and let me do what i was comfortable with this is where he has me lie down or has me on my knees and he is the one controlling the movements i've let him do it before and each time i hated it because it was scary and hard to breathe and i felt degraded by it i vomited a couple times and my throat burns after sometimes i can't talk for a bit i'm trying to learn to like it because my boyfriend insists on doing it to me and says that i have to get used to the sensations he doesn't want to listen to my feelings on it and says it's normal for a sub to feel that way i don't know if it really is normal or if this is a legit red flag you answered your own question yeah it's that if this gigantic red flag is being waved i can just imagine all of the other yeah. red flags that probably mm-hmm. don't even seem quite as big in comparison and just in to case they happen to be colorblind that is a red flag it's red flag, it's big red flag, red flag. big one Massive. Uh, turn around walk the other way yeah, yeah. don't walk run mm-hmm Oh, cause see, here's the thing. Do you, if you're not used to throat fucking and want to try it, do you have to get used to the sensations? Well, you don't have to do shit, but is there a, a learning curve? Is there an adjustment because it is a different sensation than other ways of experiencing blowjobs? Yes, yes. That, that is accurate. Mm-hmm. But, but <laughs> one, 
you could try it and go, I'll try it once, and then realize you fucking hate it and go, I'm not doing that again, <laughs> still a sub. Mm -hmm. You could try it, want to like it, but need a lot of practice or adjustment or to go slow and you know, build up to going, okay, I'm willing mm -hmm. to do this or yeah, I actually love it. And then, and then there are those people who actually legit love it, even though they too had to start from somewhere. None of us come into this world being able to do that without it, yeah. you know, have, causing sensations maybe we're not used to. But the fact that she fucking hates it and, he and the insists. motherfucker insists and says it's you know that's a sub that's a thing a sub has to do. Are you fucking mm. kidding me? Mm -mm. Nope. Throw the whole fucker out. Just yeah. just toss him out a goddamn window. Take him to the curb. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh my god. I mean, it's it's same thing if you're talking about anal. It's anything. You know, yes. Um. You know. There's no fucking thing a if, sub if, just if, always should do. If someone really wants to try it, yes, there is a learning curve way to do it and to get used to it. Mm -hmm. Same thing with this. Not every sub does anal. Right. And you know, and that's that's okay. And sometimes you do it, try it, and then go. Whoop, yeah. Yep. Not nope. My thing. Not for me. Not my thing. Mm -hmm. But this, this motherfucker. Yeah. Mm -mm. He doesn't want to listen to my feelings. Here's the thing. If he's not listening to your feelings on this, I guarantee he, he either won't. is not or will not listen to your feelings on, on other else. things. Yep. Because nobody just is like this one issue where they go, oh, mm -mm. I com I completely disregard your feelings on this, but I'm, I'm a sensitive, strong, active listener every other moment. Well, that's no, no, yeah, no, no, nope. no, no, no. And if, I mean, here's the thing, when you hate something or you decide, yeah, that's not for me, you don't even have to be able to articulate why. You get to just say, I don't want to, or I don't like it, or, or however you want to express that. That is always valid. But in this fucking case, this person is listing it out like, I don't like this, and I don't like this. And there's, like, if somebody came to me and was like, I don't like these parts of it, but I really would like to find mm -hmm. a way to make this work. Then, okay, let's talk tips. Let's right. talk about things you can try. But this person's like, I just don't fucking like it. And I just don't want to do it. Well, guess what? You don't fucking have to kick the whole motherfucker to the curb. That's it. That's that's what she, the what she just said. That's the advice. Yep. <sighs> okay. This one, this one got deleted. This is one I found in the ah. sex subreddit. I found it, I replied to it because I had immediate thoughts and opinions and I was wow. much more measured than I will be. I would be here. Um, it's a little sad you don't get my, my initial gut reaction, but I, I bet JB will have an initial reaction. So the post got deleted, so I'm going by memory. And so I'll, I won't have as quite as many details, but I have the crux of this story. Okay, you so got the meat and potatoes, right? Here we go. The, okay. The t post's title originally was "Feeling Like Shit After My Girlfriend Told Her Friends About My Kink." So, it's a guy and girl. The guy says in the post that he um, has a mommy kink that kind of makes him a little, he feels a little weird about it. He even said that he's working on some issues from his childhood that deal with his mother mm -hmm. in therapy. Let me enter a caveat that your kinks don't have to come from trauma. You don't have to be traumatized to be kinky. Some people go, yeah, I see the connection and don't care. And some people see the connection and do care and it's all valid. In his case, he's got a mommy kink that he's not 100% sure about. It's something he's, he wants to explore sexually, but he's still unsure about it. He's got all the, the other stuff going on mm -hmm. outside of this. Okay, so that's your backstory. 
he says in his post originally that it was very difficult for him to tell his girlfriend about it, but he wanted to be able to share that with her. It felt really important. He confided it in her and she agreed to try it out with him. And he did not detail what that meant. Mm -hmm. Mommy kink. Okay. So they do try it out. The way I read the post, it was pretty good. He was like, okay, this is nice. No. Then they're hanging out with her friends, okay? Her girlfriends. And they're sitting around and comments are getting made that clearly point back to them knowing about his mommy kink. Oh. And he gets upset with the friends because he's like, "What? why are you saying these things? And obviously he gets upset with the girlfriend because he figured out how they would know. Yeah. She had told her friends about his mommy kink of which he is was very nervous to ever share about sure. her at all. And when he confronts her, she tells him he needs to get over it. It's no big deal. It was just a joke. So then if I recall in the end of the post, I think he asked like the two-parter of how do I trust her again? Or how do I get over this? Or what should I do? And in that moment, I was like, throw the whole bitch out. Like just toss her to the curb. Because even in some of the comments, I think, I remember seeing some initially, he was trying to talk to her and she kept brushing him off. And so he confides something difficult mm-hmm, for him, which mm-hmm. anybody who's ever had to do that and was terrified of what their response was gonna be from a partner, you know yeah. that feeling. He gets to indulge in it with her, but then she tells all his business to her friends who then have the utter fucking gall to joke about him and tease him about it to his fucking face. Mm-hmm. Like it's bad enough they knew, but then, yeah what? I, that yeah no um you know what i i i wish i knew who this person was because if i did i would know never to trust them trust to tell them anything oh god no okay yeah. you know um like the, you know back in my younger days it was you know the ooh, do they kiss and tell yeah yeah, thing. yeah oh yeah you know um, you know, there is no reason to go and tell people something like that. Yeah. Especially, you know. I mean, clearly she thinks it's a joke. She was like, I, I can almost imagine. And I know that I am like putting myself in here and I am like, words are hard, but basically I'm this, I could be completely wrong about this, but in my mind, I'm seeing you will never believe what boyfriend is mm-hmm. into oh my god he had me do this he asked me to do that and so then it's a source of gossip outside of your right. relationship and like i can i think there's room for having that one if you have it and if they really can be trusted having a trusted person in your life where you go i'm i'm being asked to do these things i'm being asked to be involved in these things and i just i need this one person i can confide in we all yeah. get to have that but one, you have to know that they can actually be trusted not to run their fucking mouth. Sure. But, t- and two, I mean, sometimes really that should be left with your therapist because that's probably the most trusted person. But to have gone about and talked to all the friends and for it to be an open joke among the girlfriend yeah, no. and her friends. I mean, some, something like that, you know, um, that's something that maybe you talk about within the community. If you're, if you're at a month with, you know, like-minded people or you're at you know, some kind of workshop, Mm -hmm. you know, but yeah, to just out somebody like that. And then to come back with it, but it was just just a joke. joke. Clearly it fucking wasn't a joke. Yeah, to y'all, because you don't give a fuck. Right. Like you're laughing at this person Mm -hmm. or, you know, 
Maybe yeah. she's uncomfortable with it and that's how she's dealing with it, but that's not his fucking problem. Like be a fucking grown up and go, yeah, this is a little more than I want to do. You know, no, yeah. thank you. Whatever. And, but, and you know what? Somebody doing, just brought up in the thing. And how does that just casually come up in conversation? Right. Right. You that's know? a good question. I mean, you know, she would have had to, Oh, you know what my new boyfriend likes? Right. That's that's one of those, oh, my gosh, I have something to tell, tell you. you. Yeah. Yeah. With no regard to the boyfriend. And, and you know what? I'll even give benefit of the doubt of, oh, don't say anything. But you know what? Unless this is like a new to you friend and you've never confided something in this person, you know how your friends are. You mm-hmm. know who's running their fucking mouth and who's not. Right. And quite frankly, if they felt so casual about it to tease him in front of her and in front of everybody, that means it's a thing that comes up in their group conversations conversation. at some point. It's, that's way too fucking casual. Yeah. That's way too, oh, I can say whatever the fuck I want because clearly mm-hmm. this has been normalized in our group. And how long did it go on before he found out? Yep. Oh my God! Yeah, no, not not oh cool. My God. Not cool at all. Oh. Um, I I really feel sorry for that person. I do too. To have to go through something like that. Yeah, and I mean, you know. I, I that was part of what I was thinking too. Was it was already so hard for him to even confess this? Right. Has this just shoved him back in, to borrow a phrase, into the closet yeah. for however long? Yeah. Because once you've been you feel that shame around it and then almost have that shame reinforced by a partner you thought you could trust. It's very hard mm-hmm. as in our I'd, experience, you and I'd, I I'd be, I'd be that. curious, um, you know, um, if she had any experience in, in the lifestyle and in, in, in the I dynamic. Didn't think so. The read I got on it, I just didn't think so. I think it was a thing she said she was willing to try because it was important. Yeah. When I was responding, I was like, first, if she's not willing to even admit she's done anything wrong, how are you going to ever rebuild trust? What What yeah. is even the point here? Right. Then I pointed out, I was like, look, you are not alone in this kink. I, I mean, uh, like the nosy part of me wishes that he had felt comfortable sharing more details because one, I want to know. And even though it's none of my business. And two, it's like, oh, maybe I could have pointed him in a direction. Right. Mm-hmm. But I was like, look certainly not the whole kink community, certainly not everybody in the kink community, but there is a part of the kink community where this is their kink. There are people who are like, yes, I'm happy to be on the receiving end of that. I said, if you ever feel comfortable trying to navigate this again, look for people who want to be part of that kind of thing too and and accept it because there you will find acceptance. Obviously not with everybody all of the time, but you know, like, no, toss this one to the curb and also like part of me wanted to go i was typing too fast my my face was hot so i don't even remember what i wrote and i know i didn't write everything i was thinking but it was like if this is like something that is fulfilling to you and was pleasurable until this fucking moment like those people potential partners exist out there you are not alone in this right this is not a shameful kink like Mm -mm. no yeah yeah nope but yeah that one i mean i felt Moke coming out of my ears. Yeah, yeah. Now I will say, not obviously, not all the comments, but a lot of the comments that I saw when I saw that post mm-hmm. at the time were fairly like, "She sucks. Dump her. She's emotionally immature. Yeah. You deserve a partner who will not shame you for your kinks, yeah. your wants, your yeah. desires." Blah, blah blah. So that was nice to see. I'm sure mm-hmm. that was not all of the comments, but 
that's most yeah. of what I saw. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah that one. That one made me mad. Okay. <laughs> uh, okay, here we go. Mm. The, we've got the next two we're going to do. The last two are from the uh, new BDSM Am I the Asshole subreddit. I believe I have linked to that subreddit in the places. So if you want to check that out, uh, a couple of them people, maybe they are kinky, but their story wasn't kinky. This one was on the line, but I think I knew what they meant because they referred to stuffed animals as stuffies. And, you know, in the king community, yeah. we kind of, there's a yeah. connection there. So here we go. Mm-hmm. Uh, am I the asshole? Some context, we've been together s- seven months and we've been living in my small apartment, but luckily we're getting into a house that's a lot bigger. I have a few things in storage, including some stuffed animals. I love stuffed animals and it's one of the things I get myself. I have a few for my ex-boyfriends and I just don't feel the need to part from them. It was years ago and I don't think it's fair for him to ask me to get rid of them. It's not that I'm still in love with them or have feelings as I have communicated it was years ago and it's all about the fact I have named them the stuffies and have an emotional attachment to the stuffy not the person. So the question is, am I the asshole? Basically for not wanting to get rid of their stuffies, even though they're from former partners. No. I don't think so either. No, I don't think so either. Um, sounds like her, the, their... Uh, we don't know yet. We their, don't know. Okay. Their uh, partner has some insecurities. Oh, yeah. I mean, when okay. you feel threatened by a stuffed animal that's been in this person's life without the partner for apparently years. Yeah. Yeah. That says a lot more about you than right, it does right, right. about um, um, the you know, stuffy. That, that, that's like, you know, when, when you and I got together, it's like, I'm not going to make you get rid of anything that you have some kind of attachment to, you know, that, that'd be absurd. I, Right. Like, how is that? Like, in this case now, we don't know what that dynamic might be, but how is you forcing me to get rid of something that I'm telling you that I like and I'm not, this isn't about the person, it's about the item. Mm -hmm. How is that? And especially in our dynamic, we'll use us as the example. That's not very caregiver of you. (laughs) you No, no, it's not. No, it's not. No, 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 I, I wouldn't say that's very, very daddy like. And quite frankly, you know, yeah, my first thought was that's insecurity on the part of the partner. And yes. if they are in a kink dynamic of some sort, that's a little, that makes me nervous when an insecure person is potentially the one in charge of something. A lot of bad shit happens when a, an insecure person can't handle their own insecurities and yeah. it's not working through them. And I'm, I mean, you know, is, is something like a stuffy? Oh my, no, no, that, that says a lot more about the other person yeah than than anything mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. we're going through these quick i feel like <laughs> yeah i got nothing more to say to that yeah that person's Mm-mm. got their own issue that they yeah. need to work through so you know no they they the person posing that definitely not no and what and let me go back here let me make sure you know reading this correctly mm-hmm. so okay i was about to say were these stuffed animals that have been in the house or in the apartment, they've been in storage. So I was, I was about to get even angrier if it was like, but they've been sitting on the bed or the wherever for these Mm -hmm. past seven months, you're mad now, but okay, they're coming out of storage. I don't know. I just, yeah, 
No. No. Don't make your insecurities your partner's problem. Right. Like work, like it, you know, it's fine to, it's not fine, but it's valid to feel insecure, to feel like unsure about those things. You don't always kind of know your place yet. You're not always confident enough in yourself as a person, as a partner. Like I get that that's stuff to work through, but that's your shit to work through. And maybe your partner is the right person to kind of help you work through it. But you demanding that they get rid of things that have a meaning to them that they want that are theirs it's their property to make you feel a little bit better no no no, no. i no. i foresee no. uh issues yeah that are coming up yes um, yes 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 oh very quickly because this mm-hmm. won't be the first thing i mean rather than worry about some stuffies that they got a long time ago focus on the relationship you're building right exactly those little stuffed animals that are yeah. have been in storage cannot threaten your relationship right but you know what can threaten your relationship making the stuffies a fucking enemy because yeah some faceless very... person that you don't even know and mm-hmm. isn't even a factor you know is the one who purchased them like come on give me a break yeah okay that was me gagging over that sorry <laughs> okay okay this one is actually kind of a good one and i don't know that i know how i feel completely okay Okay. am i the asshole for yelling at another person in the dungeon after they bumped into my dom during our scene Mm, okay okay i was doing an impact scene with my dom one night it was pretty crowded but we managed to find a spot in the corner that we thought would give us enough room the scene started and we were having a great time near us was a really intense scene that was drawing a crowd As the crowd got bigger, some people started to encroach into our scene space. One woman in particular got so close that she bumped into my dom as he was mid-swing with the flogger. Because of that bump, he ended up hitting me more to the side, which caused a lot of wraparound, which really hurt. After checking in with me, he turned to the woman and told her that she needed to be more careful. She started lecturing him on being more aware of his space before swinging and acted like it was his fault. I was already pissed because that wraparound hurt. So I turned toward her and started yelling at her that she was the one at fault and she needed to be space aware. She and I got into a bit of a screaming match until my dom gave me that look. Mm. We talked about it later and he said that I shouldn't have said anything to the woman, but he should have been more aware. I think that I'm right and she was the issue because he was there first. So who is right? Am I the asshole for thinking it was her fault? See, see, see. Well, here's what I'm going to say about that. Um, the woman crowding the space, mm-hmm. and this this is my opinion. This is my my thoughts on this. Um, she should not have been crowding the scene. No, she should have been Absolutely fucking not. aware for sure. Um what the dom told her was well within his rights absolutely um don't know if this was a a private party a, yeah a dungeon yeah um, was there a dungeon monitor what was available? there was there a dungeon monitor available and dungeon monitor um you know i am i am a little surprised um if this was at a dungeon if they were to see people crowding, mm-hmm. you know, they, they kind of should have been. Right. If there was a monitor or somebody like that. Right. Assigned to watch that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There, there should have been a step in you know, from that. Um, 
of, of the, the number of dungeons that I've been to, there are, you know, certain lines you don't cross. There are areas that you sit and you can observe scenes. Um, but you do not go beyond that to get a better look right <laughs> you know oh god yeah um, um that you that this this is the you know this is the play space you you leave them alone you stay clear and you know this is where you can sit and watch to your heart's content but you know don't uh don't cross that line mm-hmm. um now as far as the person the sub turning around starting to get into a yes. confrontation um I, it could I, never be me y'all it could I, never be i me. i do not blame that person for being upset. Oh yeah, um, I agree. Having a flogger miss and and wrap around, Mm-mm. not pleasant. Not pleasant. Not feel good. Uh, should she have lost her shit? Probably not. Yeah, um, it certainly you know, didn't help anything. Did did not help the situation. Did it did it resolve anything? No. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, you know, again, that that's what dungeon monitors are for. Mm-hmm. You know that that's why it's important to have have them. Right. You know, they um, they're there to help. There's got to be somebody who, at the minimum, minimum, and this would be too minimum for me. I would yeah. need more. There's got to be somebody that you can at least go to when there's an issue. Mm-hmm. But ideally, there's one or more people, depending on the size of the space and the amount of people. With, who are just watching, who are just kind of trying to observe and, and if they see an issue or if they go, wait, that's really crowded, like they can help, pardon the expression, they can help monitor the fucking shit, you know? So yeah, that my first question is, where the fuck was the dungeon monitor or yeah. the, the host mm-hmm. or the somebody, a responsible right. party? I mean, you know, between Phoenix Club, between um, Woodshed, you know, you have more than enough room for your scenes, one, to where you can fling a flogger, you know, swing a whip, whatever you want to do. And the other PlayStations are set apart from you enough that you would not interfere right. with anybody else. And I imagine um, to the extent that they're capable, most other spaces would be right. very similar. Um, nobody is allowed to socialize within those no, play spaces. No, Sometimes they're even um, like taped out on the floor, so you got right. to know what your line is. You exactly. Can't cross they're, it. Yeah. they're taped off on the floor. There are specific socializing areas where you can sit and watch these scenes mm-hmm. without being anywhere near right any of this to interrupt yeah i find that, like the the part where they're like okay there was this one scene that was so intense people were crowding around yeah where, where was the, somebody to diffuse that because if you're crowding around a specific scene how much space are you impeding for other people to play like i'm very curious about that yeah. a couple people in the live chat have mentioned that everybody is kind of the problem here because yes the the woman shouldn't have encroached on the space she should have been more aware right because this was a party or a dungeon or something where clearly other people were playing mm-hmm. the dom probably should have been a little bit more where you kind of got to be checking that i do understand getting into that flow state and getting into the right. zone and being so focused on your partner that maybe you might right. not have and, that and awareness when, when we played at the dungeon that you know i do get there yeah you know the the people watching other scenes it it fades away you know right. i get in that dom space that focused space 
and all there is is you and, and quite I. frankly, that's all there should be because if other people are doing what they're supposed to be doing, like by not getting into the, your space, it's a it's a take your life you know life in your own hands. Mm-hmm. If you walk through a space while somebody is flinging something, right. that's on you, not on the person mm-hmm. flinging, because you don't know what their level of focus is at the time. The, to to me, from from what I have experienced over the years, um, at parties at dungeons, the only people that should be coming up and interrupting a scene are the dungeon monitors if they or a host or, or somebody or a, or a host the responsible parties um, the re- responsible people if they think there is a problem right but other than okay. that it's other, other standard than that, space spectators should not be right. you know um should he have been aware of his his space as far as he's throwing i'm i'm a little iffy on that I, I am. Just I'm because sorry. you know how your focus can just, get. Just because yeah. I know how your focus can get when, when you're playing like that. Um, you know, people should not be. That's a, a, here's, here's the thing. I, I will take that side because when I know how your focus gets and I'm your yeah. priority in that scene, other people need to take care of them, their fucking selves and not right. get in the space. If the space is clearly defined and mm-hmm. you are within it and even your swing is within it, right. then it's on anybody else who is dumb enough to get in the fucking way. Like if they're not being aware, that is no longer your problem. That is mm-hmm. their problem. And they fucked around and they found out. Yeah. Now where, <laughs> Where I, I disagree with how things ended up happening was when the suburb bottom ended up then getting into a screaming match. Like, yeah. I think that that was not productive. No. I think that I'm curious about the dynamic between the two partners because while you would, you'll back me if I get angry and I decided this is a mm-hmm. moment to express my anger. There are situations and being in the dungeon in a scene, I can absolutely imagine you'd be like, excuse me baby girl what the fuck are you doing i'm here to handle this like that is that's how we roll uh in kink spaces you lead i follow if there's a problem you're gonna handle it you know it would because of our dynamic and everybody's dynamic is unique Mm. because of our dynamic i'm i'm not no, it doesn't matter how mad I am. I'll tell you how mad I am. I'll be looking for somebody in charge to yeah. go handle shit, but I'm not going to confront that person because mm-hmm. for us and our dynamic, that yeah. that's what you're for. I mean, that's what you do. You know, uh, screaming and yelling, not going to solve anything. Um, again, that's where, you know, I, I, I say DM, that's what I'm used to from the, from the dungeons. Um, you know, they need to be, alerted or the host somebody yeah you know yeah, yeah. but um screaming and yelling does not solve anything doesn't solve anything now we've we're creating a different kind of scene and yeah the nothing's actually being solved it might feel good in the moment to be all you know angry and and righteous in your indignation yeah. and i can see i can absolutely see the urge and mm. the the emotions are certainly valid but i'm not sure uh, from my very non-confrontational yeah. and anxiety-riddled mind, how it's productive yeah. to turn around and start screaming at one I mean, another. As as far as the woman invading their space, um, I do not think the dom was in the wrong. Um, if we if it was us mm-hmm. where where i think he went wrong mm-hmm. letting the screaming oh yeah you would escalate I, I wouldn't have but i feel like if, in if, our dynamic you just shut that down if, in a look if, i'd have been like oh sorry if you started doing something like that mm-hmm. i'd have turned around and you, you need to zip it 
let me handle this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So yeah, I um, yeah, I I th- the the initial woman was definitely the asshole. Do I label the sub who started yelling as an asshole? I don't. I would I would say I don't advise that. I'm not yeah. a fan of that, but I would not classify that as asshole behavior because I feel like whatever the outcome after the yelling ended up being between the dom and the sub. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I yeah. I know how our dynamic is and I know how that would have played out. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I think that's where the, the sub overstepped by then getting into a yelling match with the offending person. I agree with some of the comments I've seen where it's like, go find the person in charge and like have that person removed or have like yeah. the whole area. Like this is too many fucking people in your crowd and out play spaces. Please do something about this. Somebody mm-hmm. is going to get hurt. And right. It's going to be the bottom or sub, or it's going to be a bystander. But my sympathy is going to lie with the bottom or sub, not the bystander who was not being aware of where they were and got into the space. As long as the Dom was staying in the right. space. Because yeah. if you do your part, I think Andre said it in live chat as well. If you do your, your part and you make sure you're in the space and your swing is in the space and you are contained, yeah. you've done your job. You, you've done your job. And you cannot be responsible for people who are not paying fucking right. attention. Right. Mm-mm. I mean, it is it is different. I have heard of, never seen one, but I, I have heard of areas where, um, you know, they have play parties and they do um, like demonstration play. Uh, where it's almost like they're on a stage and then there's people sitting down as an audience. Mm-hmm. You know, in that case, I, I, from what I gather, I've never witnessed something like that, but my understanding is it, it's more of like, you know, then the audience is closer, but yet they're still separate enough. That it can, there can't be interference. There, there's no interference. Right. Correct. Right. So, yeah, I, the original so. person, asshole, sub who got hurt and was like pissed. Not the asshole, but I wouldn't recommend out of line a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Well, let let the dom handle that. Mm-hmm. That's what they're there for. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's how I look at it. That's what my dom is there for. Um, yeah, I knew the moment I saw that post. It was like one of the very first or the f- first post in the BDSM. Am I the asshole? subreddit i was like oh that's going into an episode <laughs> that is go- so if you are hearing our voice or seeing our faces or whatever and you are a person who sometimes frequents reddit and you've got some situations please go post in that mm-hmm. in that subreddit because absolutely it could end up yeah. <laughs> in one of our yeah, episodes yeah, yeah. i like these conversations where it's like here's what happened what do you think because you're always going to get a biased view because the person is telling it from their perspective. Sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, but to me, it's just a little bit different than I have this question about like this shitty partner where the question is, am I wrong or is this a red flag? But there, it's different somehow. I, 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 you know, I like the, am I it, the asshole ones. You know, and, and that's why I read, you know, something like this. And that's why I said, you know, certain things because I, I was told something many years ago and you know, in, in listening to, to things like this or, you know, hearing people having, you know, talking about a dispute. Um, there's three parts to a story. Yes. Yep. You keep going. I got Yours, one. theirs, and the truth. <laughs> Go on, man. Don't lose your shit out here. Yeah, right. I'll, I'll keep a listen for her. Lately, she's just been wanting to sun herself. 
Yeah, and I. Th- so in, you know, you know, yeah. In in most situations, in like your everyday kind of situation, that I think that's very accurate because there's my perspective and your perspective, and then sometimes, from your individual perspective, there are all kinds of things you just can't see or know mm-hmm. that might add context. And yeah, these kinds of these kinds of stories I like. So I'm just I'm encouraging everybody to to use uh, Rara's uh, subreddit yeah. and post there, please. Yep. So you can be fodder for an episode in the future. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if that subreddit becomes as active as BDSM advice and some of the others, yeah. that to me is a separate type of episode. It's a BDSM am I the asshole episode. I would do a yeah. whole episode on those. Absolutely. <laughs> so, but that's it. We went through these like way faster than I thought we would. Um, mm-hmm. For having a, a foggy, addled brain, I find that fascinating that we did that. Um, so, yeah, I guess we're done with that part. We are going to do a bonus mm-hmm. section because when you're gone for two weeks, of course, we got shit to tell you. Yep. Uh, but if you're like, oh, I don't care about that part, then you feel free mm-hmm. to nope out. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, that's it for us uh, for this week. I don't know what next week's topic is. I, I'm not thinking that far ahead. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, we can do a bonus section now okay. if you would like. So, uh, are we good? That's not for me to say. Okay. Keep Keep it it kinky, kinky, y'all. And we'll see you next week. Dottie. Yes, baby girl. Can I talk to the crickets, please? You can. And I just wanted to say thank you. I was wondering if you were going to uh, interrupt me before I got these numbers marked down. And you didn't. And I'm, I'm, thank you. Good girl. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm so, like, my eyes are bleary. Like, if they shut right now. Yeah. I, I wouldn't fall asleep because I'm not like that. But I absolutely would not be in this space mentally with anybody here. <laughs> I would be gone. So, <laughs> uh, it was less of me trying to be a good girl and more of me going, what am I supposed to do next? <laughs> <laughs> well, then. <laughs> Um, I'll take it either way. I'll take it. <laughs> like soak Just, up uh, this uh, slow-moving version of me. I don't. I don't. I know. I under. I understand why you might be tired because what we did yesterday, which we'll talk about to the extent you want to talk about yeah. it. Uh, I don't understand why I am so fucking tired. I don't. So uh, now, could I psychoanalyze myself and come up with three to four? potentially valid reasons yes i just I'm, i don't want to i'm too tired um we'll start with <laughs> the me. furthest i'll go because it was why we took the break yeah the the oldest graduated yes he is no longer he, in high school nope in a couple of months we've got to like just leave this baby who's never lived alone in an apartment who does mm-hmm. that anyway and the cat is up on the table Whoa, watch your... trying to knock over my coffee so no. if you're watching on youtube you get to see onyx's butt um <laughs> graduation was good um graduated 460 kids i think was the total yeah. and they got it done in an hour and a half they did really they really were well efficient with as fun. Yeah. nothing about the school experience yet has been efficient, but this was, I was like, I'll take yeah. it. Um, yes, I cried like a baby until I got bored. So we <laughs> get there, it's in this big like outdoor arena kind of thing, but covered and the weather was beautiful. It was like n- almost no humidity, crisp, sunny, but a breeze, it was gorgeous, perfect. You couldn't have asked for better. Uh, we get there early to find seats because there were hundreds of people showing up and the band is playing and my kids in the band and I'm watching them play from like a distance. They look like ants, we were so far up. And uh, I started crying. 
Because mm. I realized then that that really was his very last band performance with his high school. Um, so I started crying then. And then when they they left the band to go line up, I started crying because I was like, they're saying goodbye to their bandmates. And then when they started walking in, even though I could not, I barely could pick him out of the crowd, I started crying. Uh, <laughs> and then they started talking and doing speeches. And I was like, okay, I'm bored now. And then they he his last name is towards the beginning of the alphabet so he was called very quickly and i i cried and got pictures of them. they had this big jumbotron thing so you could actually see shit and take a picture of the jumbotron uh and then w once we were done with him i was i was not crying anymore i was mm -mm. bored mm -mm. Mm -mm. <laughs> but uh we did recognize some of his friends names we're like we know that person we've met that person mm -hmm. um mm -hmm. but yeah kid graduated it's done um now we're in the middle of summer break for both of them and yay. So that went really well. Um, I did not, I really, really didn't think I would cry as much as I did, but I've yeah. actually had actually been crying for like a week to two weeks prior. Cause every time I thought about it, I thought was, was thinking about this is his last, this, this is his last, that this is a, I would start to like well up every time. So I guess once it was officially done and he had got his diploma or his pretend diploma, they had to go pick him up afterwards and, Done, blah, 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 they did the picture. Once he was done, I was done. No more tears. Yeah. I'll cry when we drop him off at college. That's mm, the next that'll one. That'll be the next one. That'll be the next yeah. one. Um, probably have a breakdown yeah. in the car over that. Mm. But yeah, so that was that. Okay. Real quick before you uh, switch gears. Sure. Um, Love Not Hate asked a question. Uh-huh. Uh, would y'all be interested in a pair of six-inch knitted crickets? <laughs> if we'll take the two-foot purple dick we will absolutely sir take richard some, take some some crickets that would be awesome yes absolutely yeah um so you figure out maybe some way to make them our mascot yeah maybe we'll put a little shelf here so they can yeah. live i know actually i promised i would never ask you to drill another hole into this wall <laughs> this wall behind us for folks who are watching on youtube is an external wall so concrete Drilling into it is, whoo, it's a workout. Um, okay, so yeah, and the visit with my mom, that mm -hmm. went really well. Yeah, well, um, um, there's was stuff afterwards that's now a blur. Yeah. Uh, the only thing I'm thinking about is what we went and did yesterday, but that's that's your stuff to yeah, talk about um, if you want to. Yeah, y yesterday was a, a very busy day and, and we both were tired. Um, I know for me it was as much a mental tired as a physical Oh, sure. Tired. Sure, sure. Uh, we drove the two and a half hours south, and then eventually at some point, two and a half hours back home. All in one day. All in one day. Um, but we went to my mom's house and met with my sister. Let me interrupt because we do get new people. Mm -hmm. uh, just over a year ago, your mom died after you were yeah. her primary, really, caregiver mm -hmm. uh when she was diagnosed with cancer and dementia, she passed in April or April, May? April of last, of last year. year. We are now in June of this year dealing with the house. Yes, there's been drama. We're not getting into all that. Go ahead. <laughs> and, um, yeah, we, um, uh, my, my sister has been procrastinating and finally she, um, you know, said we need to do something. And I kind of, jumped on the occasion and uh immediately told her well you know i'm free these days this day this day this day pick a day and and we'll get together 
and we did that yesterday and um, we have formulas started formulating a plan one step at a time it was me herding cats well yeah yeah you were part of the butt rub for the youtube video that was that's what i was doing was Mm -hmm. going what's the plan what are the dates for the plan yeah (laughs) what's that plan and um you know we 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 did that and and we actually started going through her closets and lots of drawers lots of drawers drawers. you know um clothes that's going to that will be donated um her and I very uh, amicably we went through and you know do you want this or you know I would like this and you know we we labeled stuff y'all were very easy going with that there was no for all the tension that has existed over the mm-hmm. past more than a year when it comes to just the two of you deciding I want this I want that do you want this what do you want for the most part like I haven't yet come across a thing where you even have to debate it with one another and no. like negotiate it's like yeah you take that i'd like this okay and so far yeah. knock on wood that's been it, it, it has been a very been okay. very pleasant experience um you know i i talked with her again this morning because we had a few things to talk about um you know moving forward and um i asked her about the shed because you know if the shed is still in decent enough shape you know we would yeah, like it at, at um, his mom's house there's this little what's the shed made of it, it's like a rubbermaid it's like shed, a rubbermaid shed. Okay. one of the like rubbermaid shed, sheds and um it would be perfect for all, all the lawn equipment mm-hmm. <laughs> yard equipment yard stuff be. and um you know we have not really even dove into what's in there and it's full yeah yeah you know there there were a few things that were very evident to the front and i asked her about that and she was like you know no i don't know she didn't want anything and i was like well you know we will start going through it and if i find anything that is questionable it will be put to the side yeah you know so um you know when everything first happened there was a lot of uh back and forth even on my part i was no angel in this <laughs> well um, emotions were were, were, were kind of high at the time yeah the grief does does yeah. shit to, it does a number to you so yeah. and it affects everybody differently and um you know we um we we started the process of going through this uh, you know, some of the stuff that has been going on in the background, uh, I'm not going to talk too much about it publicly. I uh, did talk about it a little bit in... Um, Discord. Discord. And, some, and a little bit on our behind the scenes. Yeah, and, and, and behind the scenes. Um, but, you know, publicly, I'm not, I'm not going to go into too much of it, what, what has been going on and holding things up. But, um, you know, it's... Um, it's moving forward we're moving forward and um you know just just for the fact that you know she is in in the mind to do this i am not um hesitating no so we're jumping right the fuck on you it you know yeah you know, okay so you know what what's the plan for this what are we going to do with this and we're setting um, dates and setting, setting dates and, and time and, and talking with people um you know she has a very busy job uh she she is kept very busy um her time off and days off are, are a premium for her we are obviously always busy um you know we're just more flexible yeah a, a little more flexible in that mm-hmm. but you know um we are going to meet with a couple of state dealers 
um, see about letting them handle some, some estate sales and stuff. Yeah. Um, so we don't have to go into that. But, um, yeah, that's that's kind of where we're... I know. If by the end of the summer, because everybody's so busy, this will just be a slow process. Yeah. And it's funny, all the places y'all have called about dealing, helping with the estate and the, mm-hmm. the furniture. And, I mean, there's... Your mom was in her 80s lived right. a very full life and was yeah. absolutely part of the generation of oh i bought it in 1950 it's staying with me it's until it crumbles me. into dust right so yeah there are things of potential value and then of course there's all the stuff of sentimental value and then mm-hmm. there's all the stuff of life so this is a very long process and every time you called an estate person yesterday to kind of see what they did and how it worked everybody was sort of apologetic like oh well we can't do it real fast and you were like okay so when is your availability They're like oh july remember we're just in june and yeah. everybody was like that's actually good yeah we need the time right so my whole point to that is if by the end of the summer we have the house cleared out and the stuff dealt with and then can mm-hmm. talk about mm-hmm. listing the house or whatever i will call that a win at this point yeah like i think I mean, both of us would love for it we, to happen faster but it, that's not realistic but, but you know what no it, it's not realistic and again i'm 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 trying to keep in mind my sister's schedule um you know between her work um she has three four grandkids yeah and she's very involved <laughs> she, as she's, a grandmother. she's very involved as a grandmother yeah. so you know um trying to keep that in mind you know and and even us we have a lot of stuff going on in our lives mm-hmm. um, never a dull moment Mm-mm. so to speak um we do have plans um we we do have plans um already we've set a date uh we're going to need to rent a van or a truck yeah i've got to get know, that's on my to, list today uh, to go down there and and pick up the stuff that we're we're keeping and clean out some and, stuff and clean out some more stuff and and get the clothes to uh goodwill salvation army you know one throw of these places away stuff throw throw away oh stuff gosh. yeah there's there's so much stuff um oh my gosh um i i was finding stuff that was just like and some of it was fascinating pictures yeah. i i've got a picture of john brownstone <laughs> at the age of about 16 17 yes very handsome young man <laughs> i would love to know what the exp- the expression <laughs> is a cross between bemusement and why the fuck am i here right and well you know i was at that age of you know, i know and it was it was the, why do i have a family the annual christmas card that got sent out that was a picture of the kids there is also i don't think we'll ever show it because of privacy reasons but i have yeah. to, I, and maybe i've mentioned it before but i have to talk about this okay so john brownstone not known to his mother as john brownstone <laughs> was this woman's favorite okay god uh you're gonna talk about it i'm gonna talk about it somebody (laughs) in the family or family friend i don't understand it it was my grandmother's sister okay took a had a photo of little john brownstone at the age of about five or six and from that photo painted his portrait now that's lovely there were very a lot of creative people in the family tons of like painted stuff i saw some cross stitch like all kinds of it was Mm -hmm. really cool crochet and um, right yeah late making lace and doilies and stuff like right very creative folks okay but this picture it's about 12 by 18 maybe a little bit bigger maybe 18 by 24 Mm -hmm. almost poster size but not quite 
And it currently it's portrait it's a por portrait size. Portrait size painting, yes. It hangs in a central spot in his mom's house so that when you walk through the front door and you get past the foyer a little bit, if you look up, it is literally all you can see. As soon as you walk in the door. As soon as you walk in the door. And to the side in much smaller pictures and not painted portraits, mind you, just like senior <laughs> portrait taken from the photographer are his sisters, like eight by 10 size, flanking little baby John Brownstone. And and I would never have said this to your mother because you know that thing was near and dear to her damn oh, yeah. heart. Little John Brownstone is gazing out <laughs> on her home at all times, but I said, I said yesterday, cause I read the room and knew I could. I said, it makes me think of the Lion King and the newborn King is being shown to all the land and presented. I said, look, and, and we were going through and tagging things. What was the sisters? What is JB's um, color coding it? So it was easy. Nobody had to even think when we yeah. come back at different times. And <laughs> JB and I had been like, I said, I know you're going to bring this picture home because who else would take Nobody this damn else picture, is right? Going to, yeah. And, and yeah, sure, I guess you could donate, but I understand why you're not. I understand that. I said, but what? And then his sister was like, well, of course he's going to take this picture. Of course he is. And I was like, <laughs> okay, I won't be too disparaging of the picture in front of her because it was like, it was, and I, because what I didn't say was, sure, we'll take it. It is not hanging in my house. I, they are. He, it's he, a good thing the TV is hanging up over the fireplace on the mantle because you know that'd be that'd be a spot for a picture like that. And you have to understand this picture. It is it is clearly of a photo where you sat and like we were wearing a a blue like little sweater and mm -hmm. and you have very blue eyes. I don't know what comes across on camera. And when you wear blue, and your eyes just pop. And, <laughs> but your eyes are not naturally as big as they were painted. Not even fifty five. 57 years ago and so I, it's this this looming very intense gaze and i'm just like those eyes will follow you and i would be i, I would be me. i would be interested as we go through the stuff hopefully to see if we come across the picture that that portrait that would be very cool because then well, then i might have opinions about the artist's work but it's just <laughs> it's a very intense <laughs> portrait and clearly it had a place of honor for your mother and we, you and I, based on experience, based on, and then of course I came into his life and had observations and, and let him and know. I, I will he say, was the favorite and she, like, she made that clear and that picture is just. I do not remember the age I was it. when that picture was taken, but it was preteen. Yeah, you were young. You were yeah. definitely young in that picture. Yeah. So yeah, it was. It, we had a Lion King moment, and I, I would, <laughs> I would not show this like on YouTube. But man, I do want to just enter our house with the soundtrack playing, and just let baby oh John Brownstone gaze oh upon God. his oh new God. domain oh before gosh. I put him in a closet. Somebody said auction it for the crickets. Oh my gosh. But, but yeah. um, you know, I've, I've seen enough people talking about the the other picture. I I will have to probably take a photo yeah. of it and crop it because there are others in there. But yeah, he, but um, it's, uh, I mean, different, definitely, definitely different. Yeah. But you know, okay. you know what? I mean, I I look back on a lot of my photos from when I was younger, and you know, a lot of the clothes I was made to wear sure. at that time. Uh, 
especially in the, in the 70s, not something I would have uh, chosen for chosen yourself. for myself. Yeah, yeah. Um, in that picture, though, I and, and a couple pictures came across. Um, I did have now the color aside um, a suede jacket, and I loved that jacket. I held on to that jacket. I- for until many, it was many dust. years. I believe that about you. Un- until it was dust and it just would not. what else you hold on un- to. Until I just absolutely positively outgrew it. <laughs> so what I, what I like about that, the picture of you at 16 or 17, first of all, Excuse you me. at 16 or 17 would definitely have caught me at 16 or 17's <laughs> attention. But of course I can look at it now distance of time. And the thing I noticed there is for all that, like half your family has curly hair like you do, like curly, curly hair, yeah. tight curls. I just always go, nobody took you by the hand and went, baby, here is how you're going to take care of these curls. Because you could have been nice and like, whoo. And I was just, I became a mom at that point. And went, I just want to, I don't know how to comb tight curls. I'm not saying I do, but I was like, I just want to fix you. That, that, no, we would not take a family portrait with your hair like that. Yeah. Um, I, the, I, the look of I amusement will, is I, my favorite. I will say this, um, you know. Kayla is correct. My my hair, especially when I was younger, was very curly. I love the pictures of when you weren't living at home anymore and you had total control. You just let it grow. This is not hair that grows down or long. It grows it, out. It grows out. And you let it grow out. It was, yeah. it was you were taking better care of it then. Um, you know, my hair, um, you know, you think of the 60s, 70s, you know, the very neatly combed hair with the distinctive part, either right oh, or left side. Yeah. Um, you poor thing. Your parents it, tried to make you do that, didn't they? Yes. Oh, yeah, and it, it not just was right. not not possible. No, with my that's hair not. Anything. No. I mean, you know, <laughs> even it, even now about. as it it's it's short, you know, it there's no way a part is going to go in this hair. No. Um But uh, yeah, it was very um, insisted on at that time because that's. Uh, yeah, and then gee, a lot of things were insisted upon, and gee, then they were surprised. And at eighteen, you went, "See ya, bye." <laughs> <laughs> Gotta yeah. go. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, it was um, it, it was um, an interesting time yesterday. Yeah. You know, going through all the drawers and and you know. Yeah. Yeah, there were there were times when it was uh, me and his sister went through some drawers that were clothing that could not be donated, like things like underwear and used pantyhose and just things you wouldn't donate so we were dealing with those and that was like real quick we were doing drawer after drawer after drawer and then you had the drawer you happened to open it just happened that way was like little bits of paper and little like things that your mom clearly had kept for a reason uh partly but not always that thing that a lot of older people tend to do is of i might need this right even if it's a random piece of paper and so you had to go through each thing and then you found you found a thing that slowed everything down in, you know, jewelry boxes. You know, they sometimes have that little like velveteen suede thing that you pop out mm-hmm. where normally the jewelry sits on top of and but it's in yeah. the box. And I just had an inclination to pop the thing out. And saw stuff being hidden and, in there. And she had hidden something in there. So that means not a single box that appears empty can be discarded until right. you're sure it's empty. It's truly empty. It's like, oh, this will be a process. Yeah. So that, that drawer took a little bit of time to go through. Yeah. So, so yeah, it was. Know. It's it's going to be a process. We're we have been invested in this. We would have done this last summer, but mm-hmm. it's happening now. So far, it's very amicable. Yeah. Um. Y'all are on uh, basically on the same page. I think the debates right. are going to come up into the finer details of 
you know, to do this or that. Right. Thankfully, so far, it's not a question of are we doing this at all. Yeah. Um, well, you know, so, when yeah. when my sister called and, you know, said that she was ready to do something, which is funny because when I saw her name come up on the call of ID, I almost didn't take the call that night. I know. Um, <clears throat> you know, she was jumping way ahead about things, and I was like, look, we need to take this one step at a time. Before we even get to that point and worry about this, we need to figure out what we're going to divide up, what's going to be tossed, what's going to be sold, what we're going to keep. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's uh, the lifetime of you know one person in not a not a large space but definitely the we hold on to everything because it might have use sort of situation so it'll be mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it'll be a process and i think we're both just sort of glad that we're in the process now yeah because we yep. had been at a standstill yep. for over a year mm-hmm. so yeah that's and yeah i I think Judy might have mentioned it. The fact that I was sort of part of it, even though it was not me, can can be tiring. Yes. Also, there are uh, just other things that are always going on that are contributing. But uh, but I do want I I do want no oh dear to point out we're going down the road. So we're going and we don't know what to expect. You know, there's still sort of that. Is this for real or are we about to have the rug pulled out from under us and they're going to go never mind, change my mind kind of thing, right? And in JB's family, uh, they think they're just talking when they're really yelling. So when they really are yelling, it's pretty oh. big and bad. And one, uh, that's, that's a, and I mean this in the way that psychologically the word is used, that is a trigger for me. And also I don't understand that. Why are we all yelling at one another? Italian family. <laughs> Italian family. Um, but there's also the contention about how long this has taken and what needs to happen. And so tempers can be short and we're driving down the road and JB looks over at me and goes okay baby girl I'm gonna need you to keep me in check and I was like can I have that in writing <laughs> uh, I said and so then I'm, I'm trying to make sure I've covered my bases I'm like okay so when I see you getting heated and that's not gonna be productive I can kind of go okay maybe let's take a deep breath right yes okay so if you have an outsized reaction and my interpretation of what your sister is saying does not warrant that kind of reaction. I can step in and go, okay, maybe and he goes, yes. I said, and also if I have to keep you in check, when we get back to this car at the end of the day, I'm not going to be getting yelled at for having kept you in check. Correct. Correct. <laughs> Correct. Like I'll do it. I'll do it with, glee and with bells on and love every fucking minute of it but i'm not getting snapped at later because i did what i was asked to do you know what's funny i didn't need to you didn't you didn't what i needed to do for both for both of them and i understand why they y'all were in there memories were coming back you would find something it was a bit of a squirrel kind of thing and then you'd have to like look like what I did, and I think what your niece kind of did on her end, we were like, okay, can we make a plan? Yeah. Okay, what are next steps? Okay, what date do you want to do this? Okay, let's schedule it. And then uh, we had these tags to color code. Mm-hmm. This is what I want. This is Little what they post-it want. post tags. Right. And so we're both like trying to <laughs> get these two to like just start walking around the house well, and let us know. It, it <gasps> took, uh, I will be the first to admit it took. A little, it took us a little bit to even pick a color. 
yes of what the, the tag would be. It's like, are you, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? But um, yeah, there there is former forward movement at this time. I am very very grateful. Um, you know, yeah, I really would have liked to have this done sooner than later. Um, it was yesterday morning driving down there was kind of tough on me emotionally. Sure. Um, you know, now or then it would e- either way it would have been. Um, it was going to be I, hard no matter when it was. Yeah, I just, um, you know, wanted to put it to rest a lot sooner. Sure. I know, I kind of, um, I, I would understand if you were a little bitter about the fact that we're over a year later. Like, I think that would be valid to be, like, a little resentful, certainly, you know, angry about it. But I, mm-hmm. and maybe those feelings are there and we just haven't talked about them or worked through them or they haven't bubbled up yet but i admire the sort of pragmatism and the i could rub this in my baby sister's face but i'm that's not what we're doing we're no. we're trying to move forward and yeah like you could you could be the you know we could have done this a year ago and that's not your demeanor at all no it's more of a okay we're here now let's just do the fucking thing you know in other spaces with other people at other times, I think if you if you need to like have that sort of emotional release and cleanse yeah. of getting that out of your system, I would understand it completely. So um, maybe all that therapy I'm doing is helping. I'm sure. Well, I'm sure it is. <laughs> so yeah, that's that's what's re- the new focus on top of. So we always have things to focus on. So uh, kid going to college uh house being an estate being finalized and dealt with finally uh on top of well in in the end of june we'll be in south florida for a vendor thing a kinky vendor thing uh i've got to remember to talk about that (laughs) often (laughs) june 25th it's a sunday all i know is fort lauderdale well i mean we know the address but you don't get the address until like you confirm yeah the 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 event is is um posted on fetlife right um you have to rsvp to the event and then you get the location so and there'll be i think i think they might have even expanded it beyond 12 vendors if i saw the last like update correctly i'm not sure but it's called beg, barter, or buy. So some people will have things that they're willing to trade mm-hmm. or they just want somebody to take off their hands. And then there will be those like us who are like, no, 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 we got shit to sell. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> that's the other thing we're working on in the month of June. We got to like get Build up inventory. Yeah. Again, yeah. So, you know, yeah. and all that spare time we got, we're going to be um, making shit for the kinkery, the kinkery.com. Yep. Um, and, uh, yeah. You know, it's funny. Um, can tell we spent enough time here in North Central Florida at this point because going back to uh, Tampa Bay yesterday, we we just went to the sun. That's we, what we we did. we roasted. Yeah. Oh my God! We yeah. forgot to crack our window. We couldn't park in the shade because there's no shade. No shade at the there. House. There's no trees in this. Didn't yeah. crack the window. Didn't put up the window shade. Yeah. None of that. None and of that. <laughs> and and the car was <laughs> like a freaking oven. We also we, did not stop for lunch. I think we. I think everybody was afraid if we stopped, we wouldn't get started again. Yeah. So it was like two thirty 
we ate breakfast at six something in the morning, y'all. It before was we left. two thirty yeah. before we ate. I could have gnawed on my own arm yeah. at that point. Yeah. So yeah. Um <laughs> Yeah. There's a mm-hmm. lot going on as there always is. Right. Um, to the extent that we can, mm-hmm. we'll tell you about it. Yep. Um oh, do we want to try and do a the cat that's not really our cat quick update as well? I'll let you I, you might have because oh, the thing I was gonna say is JB made a new bestie in the neighborhood. Uh, yeah. They were on the phone this morning together at seven forty-five. I finally just walked away and went, "I have to go take a shower. <laughs> I have other things I got to do today." So if you have heard in other previous uh, bonus sections, there's been an orange cat that I adore with my whole heart that we call Cheddar, but has been claimed, and I'm still using air quotes, but yeah. I guess I have to stop now. By a neighbor two doors down, they incorrectly call this cat Marshmallow. Her name is Cheddar. Anyway, <laughs> they claimed her popped a, a flea collar on her, but we still somehow feed her almost every fucking day, twice a day. Yeah. And in the past couple of days, she got into some sort of fight with another cat. Yeah. Definitely got a little bit injured, was started to move slow, but even prior to that, had started losing a lot of weight. Like we had watched her, she had never gotten big, but we had watched her kind of fill Start out to a little put, bit. Put, fill out a little bit and, and look then, healthier, yeah. Like on a dime, she was just losing weight. And we didn't right. know if it was partly because other cats would push her away when we would feed her and they would take her food or if something was going on. Yeah. So in the past couple of days, she's been, especially after the fight, <sighs> real lethargic, wouldn't eat was just not herself. And mm-hmm. we're like, what do we do? Because techni- we've all been told, you know, by the neighbor two doors down that this is her cat. And it's like, well, do we just scoop this cat up and like get it to a vet? What do we do? And we have been talking to our across the street neighbor who is now JB's bestie about it because we act, we're invested in cheddar and then a couple other (laughs) neighborhood cats and we're like aware of them. And we know more of what happens on our side of the street. And she knows more of what happens on her side of the street, but she knows the neighbor better two doors down. Mm. And so we had made a plan last night between the three of us, bestie JB and myself, that (laughs) the bestie was, had a friend who had a vet and would not charge like full price if she brought in a stray. And she said, I will take this cat myself. I'll get her in, see, you know, what's going on. And you know, if she needs to be euthanized, and I was like, oh, I was trying to think about it. So I think that's another reason why I'm exhausted because I have, yeah. I, JB said something earlier and I was like, yeah, I think that's probably right. I'm hoping it's not that, I'm hoping it's something that can be done. But nobody wanted to do it without talking to the neighbor two doors down who is claiming this cat as her own. And apparently this really is her cat who is supposed to be an indoor cat, but never stays indoors. So bestie neighbor was like, look, your cat is hurt and sick and something is wrong. If right. you will not take this cat to the vet, I will do something about it. And so neighbor two doors down said this morning, hence the 745 phone call with new yeah. bestie, that they were gonna take the cat to the vet today. So my fear is, is that Cheddar, who is incorrectly named Marshmallow, uh, is very sick and what will happen and will they get right. cheddar the right treatment Care. and will they do what I would do and probably not and we don't know what's happening with her because we haven't seen her all day. I got her to eat last night when she wouldn't eat for anybody else. Yeah. So I'm just saying, is that really your cat if she won't stay in your house and doesn't want to eat dinner with you? I'm I'm just saying. I know. But I also know. Yeah. Yeah. So uh So yeah. we don't know. We don't, we don't know. I my hope is that whatever ails her is fixable, treatable, mm-hmm. that the supposed owners of the incorrectly named Cheddar 
are able to do that for her and get her back on her feet. And if she becomes an indoor cat where she can be a little bit safer, okay, fine. Right. Okay, fine. Then I'm, I just want to know she's taking care. I'm, I'm happy for her. I don't like the, the alternative of no. too far gone or somebody's not willing to. I just, I don't like yeah. that alternative. We have not been in a position at all to do it ourselves. And then when somebody claimed her, we were like, I don't, what do we do? Yeah. It's kind of this weird, like, but she'd gotten so bad that, yeah, neighbor and new bestie were like, or JB and new bestie were like, let's do this thing. And I was like, okay, I'm supportive. Yeah. (sighs) So that's where we're at. Never a dull moment. That's not true. Sometimes it's a dull moment. Yeah. Just not right now. I think we can be done. I think so. I, I knew we would go long. Yeah. I just thought well, it would be always, on the actual topic. We always <laughs> do after a break. We we were kind of like, bam, bam, bam with those things. You're like, nope. Dip, 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 boop, dip, dip. This is easy. These are yeah. easy. Wrong. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Yes. No. And then, mm-hmm. yeah. So, yeah. And my my day's not done. Your day's not done. No. I'm, a, I'm No, I'm not. I'm still just as foggy as I was when we started. Mm-hmm. I think I've been mostly coherent. Hopefully so. Mm. Uh, and uh you know what i i'm 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 not gonna lie um some of the combo here in the the bonus section mm-hmm. gave me some thoughts about uh some things with, you got thoughts about things yeah wow. i know amazing isn't it oh goodness we got an <laughs> eyebrow waggle so you know he's serious okay we're Anywho, gonna go I'll, yeah at the very least i need lunch yeah. And then start on the other things that need mm-hmm. to be done. Okay. All right. Thanks for being with thanks us. Thanks for joining us. Being Especially here. to the bitter end. Yep. We love y'all. Mm-hmm. We're glad to be back. Absolutely. We'll talk to y'all later. Mm-hmm. Bye. Bye.